Ever since I was a young boy, I played the silver ball. From Seoul down to Brighton, I must have played them all. But I ain't seen nothing like it in any amusement hall. That deaf, dumb, blind kid sure plays a mean dead ball. Talking to the people involved with collecting, playing, repairing, restoring and operating pinball and arcade culture around New Zealand and beyond. You are listening to Simon's Pinball Podcast. I think we're rolling. I'm going to just sit back, and this is the first pod I've done with this equipment, um, which will be far greater than the one I did last time, which was just on my iPhone. And I'm aiming for, um, well, originally I was actually going to transcribe my interviews into an article, but then having listened to Nick, Nick Tapar was my last guest, and I realised that the conversation was actually more interesting, plus I saved myself a lot of work uh, by having to write a little article. So... Um, welcome, this is number two, number two in the, um, I didn't even have a name for it actually, um, but I am calling it a kind of a fireside chat um, about pinball and arcade culture, and I'm particularly interested in people who have been doing it for a long time, um, maybe 10, 20 years plus, but I probably will actually interview people who are quite recent into the hobby, um, but uh, welcome Dave, Dave Holman, is yes, it? Dave Holman? Yes, it is, thank um, you yes. um, It's Queen's birthday Monday, a beautiful sunny day up in Kapiti Coast, yep. um, where Dave lives. Have you always lived in Always Ramady? pretty well lived here. Yeah, yeah your little, whole life? Little, little bit of time in town. Okay, awesome. Pretty well here the whole time. Yeah. So we've come up, Dave's kindly agreed to, to speak to me today, and I did break, bring a trailer on the car, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> And, uh, and Dave came out and he goes, yeah, you, you're a bit optimistic. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, it's a long drive to Wellington. I brought the trailer. And because we were having a poke around in his, um, in his uh, workshop before looking at some uh, games and uh, detritus <laughs> <laughs> that happens to be there. And, uh, um, but no, Dave, it's been, um, you've been in the hobby for quite a while. Quite a while, yes. Would you, yep. call, would you call it a hobby or has it been, it's been oh, a business for you as well? It's... What would you call it? It's been a fun, a fun business. There you go. That's what you call it. It was, it was a hobby that went wrong. There you go. A hobby that went wrong. A hobby that went wrong. Yeah. But you've and got, you've, 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 you've got it in your blood. I oh, think. Enjoyed it from years and years and years ago. I think I should mention how I first came to know about you because I heard about you before I met you, as often is often the case. Um, so. I heard about this guy, lived in Capri, he was very good with with video monitors yeah. and arcade machines, specifically video games actually, because um, Ken Thompson, who works for Coin Cascade, and in those days was with Space Tech Coin, and we're talking um, probably late 90s, yeah. um, and his mate called Mark in Lower Hut, Comet 9, he goes yes, by, um, they said to me, oh we found this guy. We found this guy up in Capiti, he's bloody good at video games, and he's doing some work for us. 
And I thought, oh, I've got some video games that are just carcasses at the moment. <laughs> and so I got your number and I brought out my Robotron. Yep. And that was the first game um, that I brought to you to refurbish because, of course, being a 1982 machine, in probably by that stage it might have been 2001, yep, been. Um, uh, needed to be refurbished. And you had, what amazed me is that you had new old stock monitors. Yep. And I think you mentioned you had a black screen monitor. I did, yeah. You had a few of them yep. in those days. Uh, had, yep, and they've all gone, been used up now, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But no, your machine. Uh, it looks amazing. When you when you put that, well, I didn't know there was such a thing yep. as a black screen monitor. But the, the, the I think it suggests that the blacks are rich and the colours are yep. rich. Yeah, round the other way, yeah. So how they, did, how just, they just look really, really nice. Yeah. Was that yeah. a particular, like an elite range of monitor? It's or tube. It was yeah. a tube. Yeah. It was a, it was a tube yeah. option. Yeah. That they came out. And how did you how did you come to get a whole lot of new old stock? Well, I used to work at Checkpoint TV many many years ago. Right. They, right. they appeared at my work. Right. And when my work closed, they followed me home. <laughs> <laughs> As they do. But because because you used to be a test was it Tesco repair Tesco's Tesco. I worked for Tesco's at, from the age of fourteen. So I was the youngest apprentice in New Zealand. Right. So I did and that, and that's they, what I learned to do. They did home. You did home servicing of home the servicing of TVs, and we used to repair pokey machines. Right, pokey machines. Yep. So we did the uh, very first IGT pokey machines out on site. So that but was they're not job. they're not video screens. Are they, they were they were just coming with video screens then. So we were, the electromechanicals were going, and would, would that be eighties late late eighties? It was. Right. Late 80s, early 90s right. through okay. there. So I was still fixing K9s and things like that. So The, the Philips, K9 Philips K9 and the KL9s. The Qu Quintrex or something? Quintrex, National Quintrex. There you go. Lots of old useless junk that no one knows what it is for anymore. Um, yeah, the TV plant out in Lower Hut. I hung on to my 29-inch Sony Trinitron. Yes. Well after people were but getting the... they make a good picture and the, don't you wish you kept it? And the sound. The, the yep. sound was amazing. The thing about these flat screens, the sound was always a bit crap. And the picture's crap, that's why that's a plasma. Oh, okay. No LCDs. So um, you were doing, you learnt your graph doing CRTs. CRT monitors was what I was taught to do, yep. And, and home repairs. And home repairs and mechanical, like VCRs. Right, So okay. stuff that no one knows anything about now. Tape right. decks and VCRs. Right. So it gives you the best of both worlds. You can do electrical and you can do mechanical. So you can do pinballs without any effort yeah. and you can do electrical sides of things as well and TVs and things like that. Well I was most impressed with what you did for my Robotron and it just gave it a new lease of life. I think if I remember rightly I went away and did all the cosmetic stuff. You did, yeah. You were and, and did the, I did, you wanted but the, I, oh, actually no, in that situation I bought from the you, States you a, a metal, new, yep. a metal um, button panel yep, I and you brought the, that up and showed it to the, me. The, the, the marquee, um, the bezel we kept Yep. Well, the bezel is the surrounder and the screen. Uh, but no, I actually, well, it's funny because it must have been 2001, 2002, because I put it into a bar called Mighty Mighty in 2005, that I right. think. And that went straight into that bar. And because it had been overhauled, I had a lot of faith that it would be fine in a commercial uh, situation, which wouldn't be the case if it was original. You know. and, and it has um, been? Yeah, well, it's actually out of order at the moment, um, but I think it's a power supply because right. you turn it on and it goes. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. 
flashes of white on the screen. Yeah, okay. I think it's power supply. So be coming back to see me again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoped I could fix it myself now. I mean, it's 15 years later or mm. 10 years later or something. Oh, the warranty was gone from it. <laughs> yeah, so. But then after you did the Robotron, you did my Space Invaders. I did your Space Invaders, Which, yes. um, credit to Matt Wilson of Seashore Cabaret, he gave it to me because he was going to carve it up and make coffee tables. Um, and he said, oh, this thing doesn't work. Yeah, it's probably never going to work. rubbish. And I said, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't take a, a, a jigsaw to that. You have no. to give it to me. <laughs> and so he said, well, if you, don't, if you don't collect it before the end of the week, then I'm going to start cutting it up. And I did take it home. And then it sat in my garage for probably 10 years, as things do. Yep. Um, and then it came to you. And um, you gave me some interesting information about those converging mirrors. Yeah. And how a lot of them got broken coming to New Zealand. Yeah. Do you have any insight on that? Not really. No, I don't know. Kind of. It was really. just very thin glass. Yeah, it was super thin, but yeah. they all ended up busted. Yeah, so. I think just the vibration and yeah. the, the thumping down of the games. Yeah, no, just, but yeah. those, you can't get those mirrors anymore, can you? No, not easily. No. 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 Well, the thing that I was quite um, intrigued about, and this is where your depth of knowledge comes in, is that because, of course, the, the Chinese boards that you get don't account for the fact that the original Space Invaders are a mirror image. A mirror image. And you said, oh, I know which resistor I have to clip for that, or you had to place a resistor in. That's right, we turned it, oh, yeah, so I, I turned your one to make it go backwards for you. Yeah. For, for the reflection. For the reflection, yeah. And you knew exactly which, yeah. which, yeah. which part yeah. to That's modify. Yeah. So, no, that was, God, that's going back a long time. Now, <laughs> I think I'm remembering it better yep. than you. Yeah, I think you have. You've beaten me on that one. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. Ooh, yeah, that one's a good one. Um, and again, again, you put a new a new old stock That, that monitor, had a, a monitor uh, in there as well. CRT, but it wasn't a black CRT. screen. No, it no, it was a, a regular one, but I needed the brightness to go through the mirror. Yeah. That, oh. was, that, that was the thing. It has to be bright. Curiously, the black light tube, I went and spent 50 or 60 bucks for a black light tube, but it was too dim. And I ended up getting a, a just a standard cool white, yep. and I wrapped it with a gel, right, to cut the brightness down, and that's what I. And that's that, that, that now moment. illuminates it quite yeah, it's nicely. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. It's perfect. Right. Looks really good. I think the original one was almost an ultraviolet one that they used to put in. It wasn't a black light. No, think? I think it was ultraviolet. Okay. Yeah, that's why. They See had those that funny purpley yeah. look about it. I thought I didn't. Okay, I thought that was just black light. Yeah. That's what I assumed. They were just so dim though. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember as a 10-year-old, because for me, I sunk all my pocket money into Space Invaders, <laughs> that very machine. The original. Yeah. Well, that, that model. Yeah, there, that's and right. I just remember it being, um, more of a black light. I suppose, when it was new, it probably worked perfectly, as, yeah. it, as you would expect. It probably made in America as well. But yeah, it was, it was the original. Cause it would have been the original Midway one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the original one. I suppose the um, import laws were still quite... Um, loose back then I suppose because then they tightened up on the importation of, yeah, of machines dedicated yeah. units people were making their own machines yeah the chestronics yep. yep. yeah all copies of things yep. and you've you've so at what point did you leave or you you left you left the TV um, industry I left the TV I did it for a very long time went from one job and then did it for another 20 years up this way in Kapiti, 20, right. 22 years and like all these things, the job sort of left me. Yeah. You know, flat screen TVs, right. cheaper. Right. 
consumables, no one wants tube TVs, no one wants a big heavy TV, or a fat TV as it's called. Yeah. So it just naturally... Yeah. Did you work on those widescreen CRTs? Did, did widescreen CRTs, did all sorts of things, Big the big wide Philips ones that came out, so yeah. Did all of those. Did about projection TVs. Yep, rear projection TVs, did that craze, you know, yeah. the gel going mouldy in the lenses and things like that, cleaning yeah. Yeah. grey mould out of them. All of that stuff, VCRs, CD players, DAT cassettes. Can you fix my Super 8 projector? Probably. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's uh, just, that's just the job left, left as usual. Yeah. Technology just moves on, eh? And then, then I, I, I noticed that actually a lot of um, repair places were starting to close down. They were all going, yeah. They were all about the same time. Yeah. It's, it's that thing. And were you picking up video games kind of at the same time you were working on same TVs? Same time I was doing TVs, I was getting cheap video games. Yeah. Because they were easy to get and cheap. Yeah. Readily available. They were breaking down. You'd go to restaurants, you'd go to takeaway places. They always had two or three in the basement that hadn't been working for, you know, oh, you know, what are you doing on those? Oh, you know, give us 50 bucks each for them. Great. And did you find anything really special? I've had a few good ones over the years. Um, oh, I had a... Sit in Star Wars. Oh yeah, cockpit. Cockpit. Yeah, 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 one of those. Got that. That was in the. It's the, difficult to work on because of the vector graphics. Yes, yeah, yeah, because it's been a vector vector monitor. Very right. hard to fix. Um, right. I think the one that I really wanted to get going was um, the other one that had the Vectra Tempest. Right. Which was my all-time favourite. My yeah. cat's named after. Right. So. You know, but well, impossible to your fix. Your current cat. My current. Cat or is, every cat. If, or no, my current cat is called <laughs> Tempest. She's a girl and she's still called Tempest. Okay. So, great cabinet, hard the, to fix. The dial, is that yep, the spinner. Pro- problematic? To, to no, no, the spinner was fine. No, right. it was the monitors that all gave problems. Right. Those XY monitors, yeah, yeah. very hard to fix. Yep, yep. Wells Gardner, XY, have, hard, hard have you, to fix. You've, you've had a Tempest? I've had a Tempest, I had one Tempest. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was great. Loved it. And you regret selling it? Regret selling it, yep. Yeah. Yep. Do you know who you sold it to? No, it just sort of disappeared in the deal right just was happened to a lot of these things yeah. i can't keep track of all the ones i've sold over every so often i'll get some of the stuff back and i'll look open it up and go oh there's my handwriting <laughs> oh, i've owned it at some stage so and you see them pop up for sale on trade me this is all pre-trade me days so yeah. most of it went out in the trade and exchange trade and exchange yep yep so it was just whoever turned up on the day and uh bye-bye how did you decide what you're going to part with or what you're going to advertise for well, sale? i ran out of money right pretty easy Right. <laughs> things ran out, and I ran out of space, and if I had to move, I noticed you used to put in like a lot of parts as well. You used to say, "Oh, a box of PCBs or yep. a power supply or whatever." You'd, you'd put stuff because I remember you putting stuff on on trade. Me, I, I guess that leads quite nicely into how I always how I put you in my phone as Mister Box <laughs> <laughs> because Mister Box was your trade me handle. Yes, yes that and, was the one. Um, and before, I mean, trade and exchange, you never had a handle no, there, of no, course, no. but you had a phone number, I you guess. You had a phone number, which is the same phone number I've ever had, always had. Yeah, yeah. It went back when phone calls were $9 a minute, yeah. so, with my very first phone. So, yeah, it's, um, the, yeah, the Mr. Box one just came from the comedian Jasper Carrot, so that's where that was just a nickname. I don't know that comedian. You don't know Jasper? No. Oh, Jasper Carrot, he's an old English comedian. Okay. He did a funny skit with a cardboard box on a swing. Right. And these days, the cardboard box. So, and everyone used to call me that as a nickname, so that's why I picked Mr. Box. <laughs> so, so it was a, it was a, school, a school nickname? Yeah, it was a, sort of, a, yeah, sort of, oh, right. teenage, teenage yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, fleeting was my very first video game that I brought home yeah. when I was at Fleeting, which was an original Galaxian. 
right. which I've fixed up and got going. So, right. which of course everyone loved, as you do. You know, you're sort of 14 and you've got the video game in your. Galaxian always infuriated me because you can only fire one bullet at yeah, a time. Yeah, at a time you couldn't. Whereas Gallagher, you just, could at least you you can actually set the speed of the, sh the firing speed on the Gallagher can't you? between them. Yeah, um, that's what I because people the Space Invaders at home works beautifully still. And people come around and they play it, and when they get on space, they always try and multi-fire yep. the space yeah. invader no, bullet. No, no, don't say no, one at a time. Wait until it hits its target, and, and then, then fire the next gear. one. Yeah. All you do is wear your finger out and wear my gear out. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, speaking of um, Hyper Olympics, did you hear about yes. Hyper Olympics? Yes, had a Hyper Olympics. Yes, yes. Out they, there with friend that was a twenty cent coin. They get routed out, don't they? Yep, they were great. Those were any Hyper Olympics were fantastic. Yeah. Back to, yeah, they were Some of the kids great. play Hyper Olympics on pinballs these days. Right, okay. Before, until they learn how to actually wait for the ball. Yeah, yeah, just constant <laughs> tap, 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 tap. Yes, well, I've seen that plenty of times, burnt out coils and things like that, melted, melted coil sleeves. So yeah. any other great finds in the in the arcade game, in the video game kind of bracket? Oh, <clears throat> anyone you find is a good find. Do you, you find know? many of the American Williams cabinets? I've had... Stargate, Defender, Joust. I had a Joust. Uh, no, I had a... Joust, I think it... What did it end up with? Uh, went to Auckland. He brought my oh, cabinet. No. Um, He's got a joust. Has he? No. Okay. We may have got that from... He's always been buying up the cabinets up that way. Been around forever. And uh, Hamish video game? Not, not Hamish. Um, crazy. Well, he grabbed up my genuine Williams right. cabinet that right. he nagging me for ages for. It's They're so hard to find now, just don't get them, so it was tidy, original, original boards, pretty sure it was a joust that it was in it, um, yeah, but you wouldn't get much more. Do you ever find a Sinistar anywhere? No, no, I haven't, never had one of those through, um, only ever had a handful of original yeah. cabinets yeah. passed through, yeah. you know, original Space Invaders yeah. and a couple of those. Um, we Now, on my Facebook page, Wellington Pinball Spots, I interviewed my friend Mike Burke, and he talked about, he, he had an encyclopedic knowledge of the old days. And he said at Wizards in Wellington, they were bringing in prototypes right. and of video games. And yeah, of course, when you're a kid, you don't know what you're looking at. You don't know that it's rare. But he gave me all this information about these one-off examples coming to um, Wellington, such as, I think, Blaster and uh, Blaster Cockpit, even, yes. I think it might have been. Yeah, some really rare stuff. Um, but um, did you ever come across any blasters anywhere? Never found any of those, no, but I remember them all being down there, walking downstairs, to right. the, down below road level. So you used, to, you used to hang out at yeah, the arcades? Hang out Winter Wizards, <coughs> and the other one, I think it was... Fun City? The, was in it? The, was it the Oaks? The one that was all glass. Not Luna Park, it became Luna Park. Yeah, it could have been that one. Um, but, um, yeah, no, de definitely went to Wizards a lot. Yeah. yeah, spent a lot of time down there. I was an upper hut boy, so I, I didn't get to town that often. Right, yeah. yeah as a kid, you know, um, except to go to the movies. I used to go and see those Terence Hill and Bud Spencer films. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not about me. The interview is of you. Um, so that's one thing I have to be mindful of. I mean, I'm pretty new to this podcasting racket, so I've got to be mindful not to... Um, it's, 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 it's a facilitation role. It's, it's a fun leading cue. Facilitation role rather than... <laughs> <laughs> me talking about me. I'm here to hear about you, Dave. Oh, um, So we've talked about a little bit about video games, and we, what about pinball? When did you start to get interested in pinball? Pinballs, pretty well when I picked up my first one, um, which was severely smoke damaged. 
right. which is that Fishtails. Oh, yes. So that was one of the earlier earlier ones I picked up. Um, and they're just great. It would have been quite new at that time, I suppose. Newish. Reasonably newish. What were they, 94? It came out in 92. 92, was it? 92. 92 so it would have been in the 80s. I would have got hold of it. Late 80s, probably, when I started collecting. Seriously. Sort of. Fishtails in 92, but you didn't have... What about the sorry, Robin... The no, Rob- sorry, 2000s. The Robin Hood... Robin Hood was... Robin Hood anyway. would have been early-ish along there. Had, I've carted that around for years and years and years. And you sold it to me a month ago. Yes, yes, and you finally got it out of me. <laughs> um, just for the listeners, um, so you told me when I picked up the Robin Hood off Dave, very kindly um, sold it to me as part of a, a four-pin deal, four actually, pin if, deal, you count, yes, if you yes. count the virtual pin. And, and you weren't that, that keen on it. Well, it was for Jeremy, <laughs> because he, he thinks he can get it to play um, current tables and we can learn. Because a lot of... I see I'm talking about me again. Um, yeah, so the Robin Hood, the Robin Hood um, was one that you told me you'd had for 30 years? 30 odd years, thereabouts. Be just close to it. Well, I, that would have come from up, well, it came to the back of Waikanae's where it came right, from originally. Right, right. From up was that hard to let that go? Yeah, that's yeah. why I tried to buy another one. I saw that. I saw that. The I one at the dump shop. I, I couldn't believe it. It was like we thought we had the only one. There's, there's a. It's on. What's it? It's on the international pinball database. I photographed it, put it on there. That's on the scene. Yeah, because you would have, you would have looked it up in there, and uh, it's been there. I think my my wife's foot's in the photo, on there. So and she liked it because she's from Nottingham. So that's why it's the Robin Hood. Yeah. That's why she sort of was quite happy to hang on to it and well, not that fussed to sell it. Well, funnily enough, Dave, I had a guy that I thought would just take it. I thought he would just snap it up like that. And I took it home and a friend of mine was making a trip to Auckland. But at the end of that week, I thought, man, I've got to get this thing ready get for him. Done. And I, I put a whole heap of work into it. We got it running beautifully. We've still got two problems. Um, one is the upper flipper's only getting 25 volts when it should be getting close to 50. 50 yep. But the bottom two flippers are getting 50 volts, which is a bit weird. And the other problem is just to do with the, the bank of switches. Instead yep. of, you know, the pulses are a bit erratic. Instead of giving you 500 points, it's giving you 300 or 200. Right. Just the, 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 the pulse. It's all to do with cleaning and adjustments, yep. I yep. think. But we've got it running beautiful. Um, and anyway, we did all that work. Me and Steve and Jeremy um, spent a couple, few, uh, several nights on it. And then I ring the guy in Auckland and he says, oh, how much do you want? And I said, oh, well, this is the price. Oh, it's way too much. Because he hasn't bought a pinball in 10 years. Right, yeah, so, no, he's seriously out so, yeah. so I said, well, look, I'm not going to just hock it off to anyone. I actually, now I'm playing it, I really like it. It's, it's a fun machine. So I'm going to put it in my spare room for my Airbnb guests. Um, although I've got a flatmate now, but he can have it. And I'll move out, beat the clock, which is annoying at the moment. But no, um, so so I'm not actually going to move it on necessarily. No. So you might have a chance of getting it back, get back if you I, wanted it I did have a crack at that other one. I was, of course, as she's wife, she goes, I thought you said it was the only one over here. And I really did think it was the only one over <laughs> here. And a month later, or less than that, one pops up at a tip shop. That's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? It's crazy it. because you think it is. Well, it, 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 but it is a very it, rare game. It is a rare game. They, they must be the only two in the country. I, they have to, I thought I had the only one in the country. I really, really did. And that's why I've coveted this damn thing, carted it around from house to house, stored it, looked after it. Bloody you even had the back glass stored separately. Yeah, I had the back glass stored separately. So it was never, ever, I think the only time it's been in it was the day I got it, the day yeah. for the photos yeah. on 
database and when you took it. And yeah. the glass has never been in the yeah. machine ever. It's always been kept separate. Wow. Well, it is a really nice example. It is. It's not cracked, which um, is good, unlike the other one, but yeah. you still have a cracked back glass, which yeah. is a shame. Well, um, well, keep me in mind, because oh. you, you might end up with it I, I may again. end up with it back again. I'm, Who knows? I mean, this is how things happen in the world of pinball, is that. And that's why I much prefer um, buying and selling between people that are in the community that we already know, rather than it going to the wild frontier land of trade me. Um, and, 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 and that actually brings me to the other game I bought that day, which you rescued from the... The, the rubbish dump. My, my other, my, Speaking of rubbish dumps. Yes, this, this, where all the best pinballs are, can be found. So do you want to talk about that your, story? Your lovely T2. <clears throat> that must be your wonderful T2. The, the one of two that I've had. Yes, yes. So you got that sort of, oh, it wasn't really my parts machine, but it was my test bed, really, is what I used it as. It was the usual game of, um, I get rung up by the people at the tip. They would have... Oh, I've got one of those gaming things you like. You go Pokey down machines, there. It's a pokey machine. Great. <laughs> okay, don't really need one, but I'll take it. Fine, no problems. Get another one, phone call. I've got one of those. Oh, it's another pokey machine. God, I'm sick of pokey machines. I so mean don't like pokey machines very much whatsoever. Fix them, don't like them. Went down there, disinterested as usual. Oh, there it is lying over there. We've just got it out with the loader. And it was the T2. Yeah, but you said it was actually in the rubble. It was in the rubbish. They were fishing it out with the loader. It popped up and the grader was pushing yep, the stuff. F- yep, and it was pulling it back. And it was like, it's not a bloody pokey machine. It's <laughs> something I actually want. What was going through their minds when they were pushing a T2 off the back of a truck? They don't know. And that, I just, I don't know. You don't know where it comes from, who had it. Yeah. You know, they turn up at tip shops, you know. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's funny, I've been tripping over this thing it doesn't work properly yeah throw it away yeah you know it's it's no different to anything else that you might think is valuable yeah people have perceived i've picked up some very nice valve amplifiers the same way yeah. which were very valuable yeah. but they were yeah. just thrown away people don't know how to fix them they don't so know how to fix them don't know what to do with it it's mm. big it takes up a lot of space it doesn't go yeah um <clears throat> What are you going to do with it? Well, Easy. cosmetically, it's really nice condition. It's not too bad. I didn't and you even put too, the little, the little aftermarket, yep. little rocket um, ship on I, it. I brought, I brought, well, I, I think I brought one for each machine. I right, think right. he got one as well, didn't he? Um, Chris. Chris got, I think he had a... Yeah, I a think new, it is, because that went to Ollie and... Uh, yeah, I think he's uh, got a yeah. new Hunter Color ship as well. They had them on special on eBay. Right. Uh, and it was just one of those silly things. Of whether I finish it or not, you might as well buy it when you see right, it, because right. they won't be around in 10 years' time. Right. So, and your one had a new Hunter Killer ship on it. Yeah. It was a tidy machine. Yeah. How, how's it coming along? Have you, <laughs> have you done what I did with it and put it in the corner for it's got 15 a, years? It's got, a, it's got a dust cover on it. That's <laughs> making progress. <laughs> you cleaned the dust off it from the very dark um, environment it no, came from. No, look, it's a game I've never owned. Yep. And, um, and it's a Steve Ritchie game, and yeah. I'm all about Steve Ritchie. It's, it is, yeah. Um, it's, so it will it will see its uh, time in the in not literally in the sun, but it will have its time, um, time of day. And but yeah, it's a project waiting to, to be to be worked on, and um, I'm really looking forward to getting it going because I do love the game. It's quite it's a simple kind of a simple well, shooter game. It's you know? a, it's simple mm. rules, simple play field. It's a fairly I think out of all of those ones that he did, that was a very simple game. well it was a groundbreaking and it, yeah. it, it, hit, it hit the arcades exactly as the movie yeah. opened it, yeah. I so. just remember going to the movie T2 oh. and, yeah. and the arcade Crystal City right below or near the theatre was the T2 machine 
Yeah, um, it was it was timed perfectly. It's a, a wonderful machine to own. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've had one. I'm glad I've had two. Both yeah. been fun. Yeah. Most of these things are obviously sight machines. Yeah. They, you know, obviously well, your one wasn't, but um, your one was just sort of. It must have been on site. Oh, it's obviously been on the site at some I'm stage. I'm trying to remember if the cabin had been drilled. I don't. It may not have been drilled at the front. I honestly can't remember mm. now. I just used it as a test bed for just testing boards yeah. predominantly, yeah. Of what its purpose in life was. Um, but yeah, it's still a neat machine. Yeah. Um, you know, and you were buying off other operators. Buying off other operators of either that leaving the country <laughs> for one reason or another. Um, we just buy whole sites in one go yeah um, yeah and you just get pick and mix really yeah drivers big twin drivers um redemption machines crane machines yeah all sorts of things most like of them that. have issues all of them had issues yeah though with all these things i remember um funnily enough it was uh mark from lower hut that said when i first started operating machines he goes you'll get sick to death of going to count the money and I always said to him, no, I'll never get sick of that. Believe it or not, you really do. It actually becomes a chore. You've got to get up and either drive other side of town for a coin jam, someone put a lolly stick in it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, you've got to be on the machines all the time, on the ball, looking after them to make them play. Yeah, or yeah. play the ball, should I say. Um, you know, no one wants to play a, a machine with weak flippers. No. Um, so a lot of the machines I bought... Flippers are fairly paramount. Yeah, were in pretty <coughs> sad state in saying that, you know, I've been just as guilty as other operators in the past. Mm. It's it's a very hard game to stay on top of now, I think. Yeah, yeah. You good at cleaning your machines? Oh, we, we, we'd clean them from when we were on their site, so, <laughs> and a quick bit of waxing, so uh, yeah. that was about it. It was mainly, and new balls was pretty important. Yeah. That was one of the yeah. things I didn't mind buying. Yeah. was new balls. One, it looks after your investment. Yeah. Uh, and two, it makes it a lot more playable. A quick yeah. oil of the play field, set of balls on the machine. Yeah. And it will mask many other problems yeah. and buy you another six months till you get back to that site again. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, ha having them and putting them on a, it's cool. You can't put 20 machines in your house. No, As no. much as you'd like to. Well, that's kind of... <laughs> Well, many people do, of course, and yes. um, some people fill every room in their house with, with pinball, um, such as the feverish nature of the hobby. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Easy to be done. <laughs> Very easy to be done. So, um, But having them on sites and things like that, it's cool. You, you get to own them, and you get to play with them. I notice that your games are downstairs and upstairs. <laughs> it's, it's there's, there's a reason for the importance of being married. It's, it's very simple. It's quite simple, that. It was, it was, it's not even meant to be the amount of stuff at the house as there is now. So. Right. Well, yeah, that's good. You've got someone to keep you in line. Yeah, I, yeah I had to send so Hence why you got to look in on, on that last batch of machines. So, yeah. yeah. yeah so. Oh, that's, that's, that's right. That, actually, I was driving up today thinking, what am I going to ask Dave? And I did, the th first thing that came into my mind was when I first came to see you that day with the Robotron and I went to your house that was covered, absolutely immersed with um, circuit boards and tubes and paraphernalia. Um, it was like the back of Steptoe and Sons or something. <laughs> and I thought that you were, were you living in that house? I was living in that house. You were living yeah, in that house, in that house, at, house the at the time. Yep. And I thought, how could you possibly live in a place which was just overrun with stuff? 
Um, but then you sort of, you got a house behind you, yeah, didn't you? a house behind as well, yeah. Which made you go carte blanche even more in the yep. front of the house. Yep, yep, which is good, <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. I could sort of, that was a sort of workshop come bedroom. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, giant bedroom, it's, giant workshop. It's kind of a, a geek's dream as well, though, to live amongst, I mean, I, I do at the moment live amongst a lot of my crap. But, um, you know, to have all your parts just sort oh. of, you, know, you, you do your best to try and organise it, but yeah. it's just the nature of the beast. You, and do you know how to find stuff if you're looking for it? I've lost my multimeter today, so I'm still trying to find that. But other than that, no, right. I can still find all my pinball stuff, all lives in the filing cabinet. Right. All that stuff's easy to find. Yeah, um, yeah there's not much to a pinball. I spend a lot of time scratching my head, where did I put that thing? So I, I try and keep yeah. all the pinball stuff in one place, yeah. so you always need to get hold of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's always something you've got to do with it. Yeah. Something, you know, A machine will need... Yeah, all the funny little mechanical parts and things like that. That's yeah. just, there's always something. Because, yeah. um, and especially if you're operating, you need to be able to get it back up and running. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you um, go with a pretty well half a machine shoved into the boot of the car. Yeah. You know, you all, all you get is a vague, you know, it doesn't go. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't go as anything from the coins are jammed in it to, you know, the flippers don't work, it won't launch a ball. Right. It could be anything. So, yeah. you know, yeah. that's, that's all. Thinking. And have you had good relationships with your sites? All my sites have been great. Yeah. Loved all the sites. So that was the reason why I think I stuck at it for so long. Once I swapped out all the machines I had on various sites, yeah, it went on really, really good. Like all these things, space is money. Yeah. Poor old machines keep getting pushed out. Yeah. As the years go by. Yeah. You know, to the point of I had an empty lockup. Now I have a full lockup. Yeah. You know, we had every machine was out on site. Now it's you get a phone call, you know, every, oh, we want to put tables here, we want to do this, which yeah. is a shame because, you know, yes, yeah, it's like all these things, it, it's good, it, it drives the hands and the machines into the hands of people that want to keep them, preserve them, enjoy them, look after them. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool, you know, they, the poor things, you know, probably like my T2, it was an operator's machine, Yeah. it expired, it got thrown away, that's yeah. what happened, back yeah. in, you think back to the 80s and 90s, yeah. the amount of machines that were just chucked out. As soon as it reaches its use by <coughs> date, throw it away. I was intrigued that you. I remember you saying you had coastlands, which is a big, um, a big like yep. um, like a Westfield Mall yeah, yeah, type sort of arrangement. Like yeah. And were you dealing with coastlands, or were you dealing with a business within coastlands? Just business within coastlands. Oh, okay. so, yeah, right. so not sort of yeah. coastlands itself was just yeah. a bit too hard. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big we, corporation. Yeah, I had one in um, in Wai, uh, Wainui Martin Mall as well. Right, briefly. Um, right. There's not much left of that there. There was a street fighter over there yeah. for a while. It was just one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's just sort of hard with all these kind of places now. You don't really get much of a look in these days. Yeah. What would be your favourite pinball machine? Oh, if you had one. If I had one, yeah. oh. The one it's, that's downstairs at the moment? No, no, it's still, it's got to be my bloody high-speed two, my getaway. Yeah. It is, I don't know what it is, it's just... People love that game. It's just, you know, people say, oh, Adam's family. It's like, well, you know, it seems to command second to the most next to Twilight Zone, but I wouldn't rate it as one of my all-time favourite machines. Right. Fun to play. Right. Um, I like Twilight Zone from a technical challenge. Right. It's a very hard machine to keep working. Yeah. I enjoy the fixing them. They're great. Yeah. Very hard to keep going. Now, much easier. You know, time's moved on, repro parts. But in the earlier days... 
trying to fix that silly clock. Yeah, it used to overheat. Wouldn't it? Overheat, melted boards, crispy circuit boards, wouldn't keep time, arms would fall off, a terrible thing, and a little mini play field. But no, I think the um, High Speed 2 was my favourite one. It's got a broad appeal because people can walk up to it and not know anything about pinball yep. and have a good game on yep. it. Oh, yeah. And it's got, well, obviously it's got flow and everything. Um, oh, what was my other question? Oh, how do you feel about the late, the newer generation of pinball machines with these very state-of-the-art sterns and the, the Jersey Jacks and so forth? I've played them. I don't know. They don't seem to, I don't know, grab you. I don't know. It just looks, you know, just a very sort of mess. Well, okay, they're all mass-produced. Yeah. But it just didn't have that, I don't Does know. Does it have that, the build quality? Yeah, there's that and... You look at the play field, they're a bit sparse. I think I looked at the Marvel one, one of the earlier oh, was ones. It the Avengers? Would have been the Avengers right, one. Yeah, yeah. And it certainly, you know, I don't yeah. think it had playability, stickability. Right, right, I don't right. know, I just, I don't know, it looked yeah. a little bit too, yeah. too commercial. It's certainly getting very glitzy um, with LEDs and everything. Oh, and, oh they, they, you know, they look the butt, but you sort of, I don't know, they seem, there's less activity. Right. I don't know, I thought was, I can think of far more complicated machines okay. in the past that I've played okay. that seem to have a lot more going on. Than, yeah. Yeah. I haven't played a good range of the new ones yet in saying that. Yeah. Um, I know you've been splashing out on some of them. I've bought a few because I'm, I'm quite um, committed to operating at the moment and um, I like them. I think they're quite immersive. Um, I think there was a turning point in about 2012 uh, with ACDC. Yep. Everything prior to ACDC was a bit hit and miss. Um, but yeah, I, I do like the new games. But at first, I didn't, I, they felt like like a flashy Data East game. Yeah, yeah. And that because was a lot of the tooling was from, from the Data East, from, from the factory, which yes. became Sega and then, yep. and then Stern. And so, you know, in terms of the engineering, it felt like, and I've never really enjoyed Data East games. No, no, I've never. To never, play, to play. No, never um, been a great DE fan. But the, 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 the new Sterns are quite quite refined now, I think. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, trying to think of what other things that might be, might be um, people might be interested to know. Um, so you, you, you do sort of home repairs yeah, as well, don't still you? Do, you do. Still, still do them. <clears throat> still do the odd. Most now, well, as you know, most people are replacing CRTs with LCDs. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have a handful of people that want CRTs done yeah. for the way they look. Yeah. Um, you, you get the you know, your graphics look a little bit too blocky, whereas with the old CRTs, they looked a little yeah. Well, that's pixelated. Which, I was I was one of those. Yeah, people. Well, you're one of those people. But <laughs> I've got a couple of people that just want want their multi game to look like yeah. it's old, not just sort of yeah. a, a blocky LCD. It's a lot easier with an LCD for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I and lighter like, as well. And lighter, but I like the CRTs. Well, I'm 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 caught between converting my Revenge from Mars. Which is CRT, CRT at the moment with a, yeah. with, a, with a sparking flyback. Right, yes. Which I have to fix. Which I did tell you how to fix it. You did, and I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back to YouTube. No, you did tell me, but oh, gosh, that was a month ago. That was a month ago. And I didn't write it down. No, that was. Um, but, yeah, no, but I have seen Revenge from Mars with LCD screens, and they do look pretty amazing. They look pretty good for It's not, but the, the, the animations in that is kind of secondary to the pinball. Yeah. It's not like it's yeah. a video game. No. Um, so I think a CRO. I think a um, LCD screen actually can look better. Put a, a, put a scan line generator in it; it'll look fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buy, buy one of those kits off. And it'll be easy to move. Yep. Yeah, it'd be a lot lighter to move and yeah. a lot less stressful. Yeah. 
you're always not worried about breaking the neck off your tube. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, hang on. I'll have, I'll have a crack at that flyback first. Yep. Yeah. Um, that seems to be the simplest thing to do yep. at, at the moment, but it's quite scary when it's blue arcs coming out. Oh yeah, it. it looks exciting. Have you had any electrical shocks? Plenty. Plenty of electrical plenty, shocks. Plenty, plenty, plenty. Carrying picture tubes. From from tubes. From tubes. tubes yep, screens. Un, unhooked. That can um, be like fifteen thousand yep. volts. Yeah, yeah, into your stomach. You generally tend to drop the tube. How does that make you feel? Not very good, because then my boss yelled at me. <laughs> I, I broke a very expensive picture tube when I was early on. Was it was it switched on? No, it's charged. No. Oh, they, they hold their charge. They hold their charge they for. They hold their charge for. Right. Oh, this one. Oh, this. I picked it up about an hour later. Wow. They can hold it up for a few hours. Wow. Yeah, it's a giant capacitor. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, you're very very nervous and cautious. Twenty two thousand kV. Yeah. Puts a puts holes in you. Yeah. So um, I've heard of people getting their tools flying out oh, of their hands. Yeah, all of that blowing things, blowing across rooms. Yeah. It's amazing you're still here. Flash yes. burns, taste copper for the rest of the day. All sorts of funny things like that. <laughs> good, a good belt. So, you haven't been uh, hit by lightning though. Haven't been hit by lightning, but some days it feels like it. So. Gosh. A good a good shock. Well, you don't get that anymore these days. I had so. a two forty volt shock and that was enough for me. Actually, I felt I felt. Fragile for yep. three hours. After. You do, yep, you do. All your mouth feels funny, all your joints feel funny. It's a very odd sensation. Gosh. Your taste goes all strange, and you don't have a good time with it. So, but you, no. come, but you come right. And you the, come right. The next day you're back you're at fine. back at work doing it all over again. You, you didn't learn. You had too much fun the first time around. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's good. Uh, it's a it's a, a fun it's a fun pass. If only it sort of made a bit more money, I would have uh, carried on with doing it. It's yeah. a very too too small. Yeah. There's a very small yeah. amount yeah. of people that need it to doing. It's a need want thing, I guess. Yeah. People want a machine; they don't need a machine. Mm. So. And the the thing that I haven't found that video games really earn um, like a pinball earns. No. Because no, people they, can play video games on their Xbox, their computer. You can't. You can't buy anything like a pinball for home, other than a pinball for obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah. Virtue Pin had a bit of a play with that. Cool, your hats off to what you can do and yeah, yeah. you know things like that. But it's not like a real machine. Yeah, the real machines really where it's at. I reckon. Yeah. You can even like simulate the the nudging on a virtual oh, pin. Can't yeah, all oh, you can do. It's incredible. <coughs> sort of visions of actually finishing one, but um, wonderful what you can do. Mm. Absolutely amazing. Just could not believe how good you can get these things looking. I think people use them as just test beds to learn rules of games. Yep. Um, yeah. Which 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 could be a, a, a good application for that. Yep. You it's can't you can't buy like, every machine that no. you want to practice on. No, no, no that's um, a, you can certainly. That's probably the only merit I can see for them, the virtual pinballs. But yeah, it's. I don't know how one would go if you ever sighted one properly. I really don't know. People don't have know. tried. There's isn't that some guy in Blenheim? He keeps putting one up a virtual pin for about fourteen thousand or something yeah. every. Oh, I think it's down to seven four now. I think oh, it is, is it? now. Yeah, it's, it's getting <laughs> cheaper. So, um, but but you you the one that you paid how much for twelve thousand twelve thousand for that and thing. he sold it yeah. to Jess for two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, did you guys manage to lift it up the stairs? We put it in his garage. <laughs> Although his, um, his flatmate left all his motorcycle paraphernalia out and it was I think it was starting to rain and we had to get it from the trailer into his garage and um, he was cursing a lot. So, uh, but we know that's, that's where it sits, but he's busy with Avatar at the moment. Right. 
So he ain't got no time to do anything. No, 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 that was sort of, it was priced to sell. (laughs) (laughs) The one amazed me, you said that the kids were playing it the night before. They were, they were still on it. I thought, oh, this will be a junker, but no, it works. No, no, it works. Yeah, no, the kids were on it, they've got a photo of them playing it, they were on it, playing it before. Yeah, they were saying goodbye to it, and I was like, oh, it's another one leaving. Yes, it's going to another home. (laughs) The thing gets fixed, they get to play on it for a night, and then it's gone. Yeah. So, um, they're great for testing things, because if it's going to break, a small child will break it. That's true, that's true. So, uh, and uh, well, Dave, it's been a lovely um, chat to you, and we are sitting by your fire. And yes, I'm yes, calling. And it, I'm calling this a fireside it, chat. It is on, or almost was on. Um, but um, thank you very much for talking, no. and this is number two in my series of podcasts, just talking to the uh, pinball enthusiast, um, the local guy down the street that you always thought had lots of st- junk outside their house. Um, we've all we've, we all suffer from it. <laughs> And um, thanks for talking. And no um, thank you, Simon. No. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll probably sign off here. Unless there's anything else you can think of that you want to add to the uh, mix. No, it's been a hopefully number two went good for you. It's been yeah. great talking yeah. to you. I'm, um, I'm learning more as the more I do it, the the more I learn out of the uh, process. And enjoyed knowing you, and I've enjoyed yeah doing things for your jobs for you. It's yeah. been great. And um, yeah, no, I, I hope you enjoyed the bit of this afternoon. Next time you're in town, come over and yep, we're gonna come I'll show you what I've got yep. on the uh, work floor. I'll, I'll come and have a look at half of my stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, thanks, <laughs> Dave. Thank Cheers. You.